Osday Light Magazine, coming to you from Adventist World Radio Ghana, the voice of hope. A-W-R, Ghana, voice of hope. Today's Daylight Magazine has segment designed with you in mind. Stay tuned and be blessed. Thank you for saving me. What can I say? My everything, I will sing your praise. You shed your blood for me. What can I say? You took my sin and shame, a sinner. Oh 
next segment is Reflections, written by Ebenezer Kwei and presented by Julian Amo. When you fail to stand right, then you stand to fail outright. When you stand for nothing, you will fall for anything. When you stand without purpose, others will define you. When you stand for something, you will stand distinguished. When you stand to the task, others will be taxed for you. When you stand against the odd, you stand to truly succeed. When you stand for the rights of others, then you've stood right. When you stand up and stand out, you will sure make a move. When you stand above the desired height, a stand ovation is yours. When you stand as a soldier of Christ, he will stand to welcome you. Written by Ebenezer Kwe. Hello, hello, and you're so welcome to our daily devotional series. My name is Emmanuel Lai, and we have our pastor here, Pastor Osei Bonsu. Pastor, you are so welcome to the studio. Uh, we thank God for the fact that we can have the opportunity to come and study as well. Pastor, I want to read to you a text so that you can give us your views on that. And it says, we are in continual danger of getting above the simplicity of the gospel. There is an in- intense desire on the part of many to startle the world with something original that shall lift the people into a state of spiritual ecstasy, change the present order of experience. People usually want to bring something new. There is certainly great need of a change which is not disputed. But it looks like every now and then our pastors, our clergy and uh, the workers of the Lord want to experiment and always give people something, something that will be new enough. And if it doesn't come from God, it doesn't really matter. What is your take on this? Yes. These prophets sometimes experience that ecstatic experience. They sometimes pass through that. Like prophet Ezekiel, for instance, he will sometimes, uh, that particular act is a process of unconscious living. The person will just fall. The person will just behave as if he is not of himself and uh, be speaking whilst the person is there the person will be speaking the message it happens to them and during that hebrew time or these people time that was what sometimes happens to some of the prophets when we come to new testament if we experience that, that ecstatic thing then definitely it's not the breaker 
Mm-hmm. One thing that I have come to know is that God has a diverse way of talking to his people. So many ways. During that time, God was speaking to his people through that prophets and these people and through that action. But sometimes some pastors nowadays are just imitating what just went on during that time. And they are doing this even extraordinarily just to deceive people. As I said earlier, we have to compare everything to the scripture. What they are doing, is it biblical or it is not? If we find answer to it, then we can decide on our own. We should not just respect or esteem people to be so spiritual based on how the person is. God can speak to you as individual, irrespective of who you are. Only give your heart to him and he can speak to you. So from what you are saying, of course we need change. Of course we have to come to a point in time where we do things differently from how it used to be done. But I think the most important question we need to ask ourselves is what shall I do to be saved? And not how shall I do what I have to do to be saved? I think that's what we are trying to draw uh, the line between. Yes. One thing that we have to bear in mind of is that as Brother Lai has said, what shall I do? Personally, what are you doing? Not what your pastor or your church le- or religious leader is doing. Am I not also a human being? Can't God also speak to me? God is speaking to us always. But at times when people comes and be saying that I had this, I passed through that, I do this. Sometimes some of us ask ourselves, so are we not people that God cannot also speak to us? Issue is, what am I doing to be saved? At long run, it boils down to salvation. What is going on nowadays? Is it pointing us to our salvation or different things? We should not just do what the Bible or God is not expecting us to do. Just to deceive people for our money. Just to tell people that we are closer to God or that stuff. When Jeremiah was proclaiming the truth to the people, at long run, some obeyed it. Others did not. But what can we learn from Jeremiah as a person? Jeremiah was not taken into captivity. Even the commander-in-chief gave him the the free of choice to choose whether he will go back to Egypt or he will go to them in Babylon. In fact, the commander himself realized that what Jeremiah was saying was from God, even a pagan. The people that are supposed to listen to the word of God were not doing it. So my dear listeners, what are we experiencing in our churches today? What is going on? Some things that we are experiencing, are they biblical? Are we doing it as God has instructed us to do? Or we are using our own imagination just trying to imitate what this prophets were doing. But don't let us forget that it happens in their time and God has so many ways that he talks to, he used to talk to us. If God was talking to them through that ecstatic actions or ecstatic thing, God is not using this in our era. God is talking to you in our dreams. God is talking to us in our daily devotional lives. When we sometimes read our Bible, God speaks to us in so many ways. We should focus on our salvation, pointing to Jesus Christ than listening to what people are doing or what others are do, uh, saying. Andra is here and I think she would like to say a word or two uh, on what you've said so far. Yeah, what I wish to say is that how can we strike a balance between settling down in this world and at the same time retaining our expectations of the second return of Christ? Yes, Mama White gives this admonition to us that we are planning for life. Let's plan as if Christ will come 100 years, 1,000 years. But if we are working on our salvation, let's work as if Christ is coming next minute next day because we don't know the time that christ will come but if you base our thought on that and we refuse to plan then we are refusing to be a good steward so let's combine them if you are planning for life let's plan very well let's plan that we want to be comfortable we want to be good stewards we want to take proper care of things that we have 
in possession. But if you are worshiping, when it comes to worship, when it comes to salvation, let's think that no time Christ will come. So Christ can come at any time. So we should plan towards that. Indeed, we should plan towards that. But then, what type of life did God encourage Israel to lead in Babylon? In fact, God was still telling them to worship them, worship him well, portray the life that will not be a burden to the Babylonians. In other words, God was expecting them to obey the rules there in Ezra. God was expecting them to pray even for them. The same times, God was not expecting them to worship their gods. God was expecting them to worship him as the person who created them. So where they find themselves back there in Ezra, God was still cautioning them to obey their rules, listen to the authorities, even pray for them. But besides, God was still expecting them to worship worship him with all their heart. Thank you, our cherished friend, for listening to us. We have been on a daily devotional series. We have seen a number of topics and uh, I believe you studied a lot with us by God's grace. I think I'll just ask Pastor to give us uh, one last point on how to live the life such that we will not be like those uh, people in Jerusalem who eventually had to face the tra- distraction, even though they were they were they were taken back uh, out of exile. God redeemed them, but we want to have a lifestyle that would please God all the days of our lives. Something brief for us. Pastor. Yes, uh, we have to study our scriptures. We have to study our Bible. We have to take our devotional life serious. We have to always pray that God should give us what to do so that we will not fought. And then also we have to accept our mistakes if people draw attention to that and God will draw closer to us. God is always there to receive us back home. So we have to also get in touch with him so that we can also get back to his place. This is our prayers as Christians, and this is our hope that we will get back to our Father. Indeed, we have a hope that will eventually take us back to our God, no matter how far sin may have taken us away from God. Thank you so much, Pastor Osei. For any inquiries or contribution, you can contact us on plus two three three two four four six seven three five two eight or zero two four four two three five zero one seven or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana PO Box AF five nine five Adenta Greater Accra Region Ghana. We will expect your feedback. This is a special announcement. Starting from the 27th of March 2016 to the 29th of October 2016, our new frequency for the summer broadcast will be 11955 kHz. Thank you. Above all 
above all nature and all created things, above all wisdom and all the ways of man. You were here before the world began, above all kingdoms, above all thrones, above all the moment of truth watching for you and for me welcome back again to the moment of truth i am your servant dominic bonnie today's someone is entitled resist the devil resist the devil i want us to still use the book of james to let god talk unto us James chapter 4, 
reading from verse chapter 5 to 10. And I read, Or do you think that scripture says in vain, the spirit who dwells in us yearns jealously, but he gives more grace. Therefore say, God resists the proud, he gives grace to the humble. I'll continue the verse. God, and I take the verse 6 again. God resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. One thing the devil could not do in heaven was to humble himself in his fullness of divine and glory God bestowed upon him. Lucifer, who made the devil out of himself, was an angel of light, an angel, an archangel who supersedes, who was the head of the heavenly body, the angels. But he made himself the devil because he could not do one thing. Humbleness. He couldn't humble himself in his fullness of glory. So I want us to really digest this topic very well. Resist the devil. For when you are able to resist the devil, you have been able to do something that the devil who was, who was engulfed with a lot of glory in himself, you have done something that he could not do. So you have to resist the devil by being humble. God resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. Verse 5 says, Therefore submit to God, resist the devil, and he will free from you. The moment we are humble in ourselves, the devil fears. Let me tell you one secret, my brother, my sister. Whenever the devil sees us on our knees praying, he feels in his heart that pain, that struggle that he found himself that he could not overcome. Humbleness. He fears us. The devil fears people who humble themselves in the holiness of God, being on their knees to pray. Being humble in their righteousness, in, in the midst of our righteousness, when we have lived a godly life to a certain time, that we feel ourselves so close unto God, there can be that sense of arrogance. But when we have that kind of humbleness in us, when we are humble before God, God says that we shall resist the devil. Because one thing that you could not do is to humble himself. I continue, says, draw near to God. And he will draw near to you. When we are humble, God, we feel the presence of God better and better. When we are humble in our Christian life, when we see ourselves as child before God, as God said that anyone who wants to be great in my kingdom must humble himself. When we are humble before God, we can serve under the feet of God. For a writer Cause Sister White said one thing, he said, When one is humble, all the heavenly bodies, holy angels can come into the help of sad person. That is the kind of person that they can use for God's work. Are you humble? Or you feel proud in yourself? You feel proud in the little blessing that God has given unto you. But if you listen to the word that comes to this moment, and feel yourself that we, we have to humble ourselves before God, God will lift you up. I continue to read verse 9. Let me take the verse 8 again. Draw near unto God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hand, you sinner, and purify your heart, you double-minded. Lament and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. 
For the more you become humble in him, the more we see ourselves as people of limit, limitness, people of defect. And Christ is the one that we need to cleanse ourselves. My brother, I hope you are listening. One thing that I used to tell myself that, did God really say that? God never used proud servant in his work. He used people that their heart is so melted down. Their heart is open to his truth. When we are humble, our heart is all the time open unto saying so people. We listen more than to say more. But when we are proud, we want to let people feel that, yes, we are somebody. But that is when the devil can use us very much. That is when we don't see the blessings of God. So one thing we need to do is to humble ourselves. God, may you come in our midst. Anytime you hear your word, you feel that, God, we have to see ourselves as limited beings. Come in our heart most of the time that we hear your word, that we will humble ourselves. That what the devil could not do, he will see us doing it. That we shall proclaim that yes, God is God. And he alone has to be proud in himself because he has power. Bless us now and forevermore. The God which he bless you, my brother. Amen. This is a special announcement. Starting from the 27th of March 2016 to the 29th of October 2016, our new frequency for the summer broadcast will be 11955 kHz. Thank you. Thank you very much for staying with us. Once again, you can reach us on plus 233-244-673528 or 0244-235-017. Or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana, P.O. Box A5595, Adenta, Greater Accra Region, Ghana. We will expect your feedback. I believe today's magazine has been a blessing. May the good Lord's hand be in your life. Amen. Remember to tune in same time tomorrow. Bye for now. Thank you.